Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you uh, another Keyforge house walkthrough. Uh, we're going to be covering Dece in Worlds Collide today, and I have with me Dominic. Hey, Dominic. Hey. Uh, so Dominic is a player from my local meta, um, and uh, we've, uh, along with both our local stores, we've uh, faced off up in uh, a store up north as well many, many times. So uh, Dominic, how did you get into Keyforge? Um. Uh, I play another fantasy flight game, uh, Legend of the Five Rings. So uh, it was through my playgroup that I discovered Keyforge when, uh, before it was released, uh, a friend of mine back in uh, Southern California spoke highly of it. Um, and just like Legend of the Five Rings, he introduced me to the game. Uh, re well, Legend of the Five Rings was a reintroduction because I played the classic game, but introduced me to the game and then he disappeared. From playing it, I mean, <laughs> we'll start. We'll we're we're still friends, but I always give him a hard time. Like you introduced me to all of these games, only for you to like move on and not play it anymore. So, but uh, yeah, that's how I got into keyboard. Great. Well, I'm glad you did. Um. So okay. So to start out with, I have my traditional six questions. Uh. So let's let's say that. You're at a sealed event and you sit down across from somebody and they you see that they have Dece on their Archon card. Uh, what are the, some of the things you're worried they might be able to do with Dece in their deck? Uh, well, this, this, uh, Dece, this, whatever, however you want to pronounce I, it. So Brad says it Dece. Oh, is it Dece? But I, I mean, Brad's been overruled. Uh, I don't know where Brad's from. He lives in... <laughs> What, what does Richard Garfield call it? Oh, okay. Whatever the case is, this, this, that. Um, it's actually one of my favorite houses. Uh, I just like it because, I mean, it works both ways. What I expect from it and what I see from it uh, is a board wipe. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think, um, you know, starting with Coda, it was a gateway to this. And then I think Age of Ascension is unlocked gateway. Mm -hmm. And now we have a creature that when you destroy it, which is a harbinger of death, when you destroy it, it does board wiping. Mm -hmm. um, so that's always something that I'm concerned about when I'm facing against um, opponents, because I, uh, I think one of the basic things is to build your board so you can weep and create amber. Um, yeah, so I guess board yeah. wipes is the first thing that I look at. That these disrupt your board. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so they definitely have the board wipe going on. I wrote down a few other things. So they have just a lot of destroy in general, um, even aside from the board wipes. And then uh, in Worlds Collide, they have way more purge than they had in either of the other sets. It's kind of insane. Uh, they have seal, amber destruction. They have some direct damage. Um, they have ways of increasing key costs. Uh, and they have they have some house control and then a lot of ways to punish the opponent if they do something particular. So like, okay, you're going to forge next turn. Well, your keys are going to cost three extra. Oh, you, you want to reap? Well, your creatures are going to be sacrificed or stunned or whatever. They just have a, oh, you're going to choose that house? Well, then I'm going to steal too. So they just have a lot of ways to uh, just be, be mean. Well, in regards to what you originally said, the purging part, I actually... I was excited about that because uh, with many card games, I like thinning out my deck. 
and uh, or vice versa, causing the other person to thin out their deck to remove the stuff. I mean, Infernus is a thing right now, right? Mm-hmm. That's the card, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but to thin out my deck and to limit myself to only the two other houses is amazing. Um, I mean, there. I mean, I also want to bring up the. Um, I forgot his name. Is the one that comes into play. He has skirmish, and you can purge his neighbor. So he can, oh, exactly okay, yeah. one of my favorite uh, cards because uh, I think you and I played mm-hmm. and I board wiped you with him because I just yeah. purged my entire uh, my entire army yeah just to discard all your cards and cause you to re- kind of like it's again a board wipe in a way yeah so um, my own sacrifice purging I mean I think it's worth it yeah well and I think like one of the things that helps is you're if you're in the in control of what gets purged right right you're you maybe you're purging your worst cards exactly. thinning out your deck meanwhile you're hopefully purging your opponent's best cards exactly. at the end you have a you have a much better yeah, deck and, um, and i mean that we saw that win a win a vault tour pretty handily yeah. last week um cool uh so let's say you open a a deck you see that it has dece on it what other house are you hoping to see next to it okay. Yes. Ah, okay. okay it is the in, in my in my uh my belief it's the opposite of mm-hmm. uh, of these because it's all about creation and life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the harmonia, you know, if you board wipe your own board, mm-hmm. or your entire board, I mean, you're going to reset before I do because I just board wipe everything. Mm-hmm. So with you build, rebuilding your army, I, I take advantage of um, of the amber because yeah. you have more. I mean, if you're a smart player, you wouldn't do it. You'd probably just play two or three creatures. So. Because you know that I have the because I would do the same thing if I, I saw that combo because that's what I, I look at. Interesting, yeah. So for for me, I I think you're like we're picking up on different different. Wow, the pronunciation is really killing me. I almost said different. Uh, <laughs> different. We're pick, yeah, we're picking up on on different sides of of these. Um, because you're you're kind of honing on the on the destruction, and then yeah, untamed would be opposite that. But on the like control and punish, I think the opposite is is logos because logos is all about like accelerating yourself and and like doing cool combos and uh and so to me if i get logos and these together i'm pretty happy because the logos is probably gonna give me a bunch of options which is then going to give me like a great these term where i really punish my opponent um and you can have these really cool back and forths um, if my hand size is eight and yours is four, I am a real happy guy. Uh, yes. <laughs> but again, I think it goes hand in hand because, uh, in my my case, again, destruction control is always mine. But because I'm natural, so, uh, a natural mm-hmm. selection. Um, which one is the card that uh, that lets you deal two damage to two creatures that are or three up to three oh, creatures? Exactly right. Yeah. So there's just a lot of Combos that I mean, totally. these two are definitely the first two uh, houses that I would always look into when mm-hmm. a new set comes out if it's available. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, cool. What's your favorite in-house combo? Um, currently, for worlds collide, I guess <laughs> um, it's uh, again board wipe. So play that uh, harbinger of death into a uh, scullion, I think. Oh, that yeah. Once you sacrifice it, so I mean, it's a combo that you wait. You just put the harbinger of death. Yeah. And, See what they're how my, how many creatures they can play because in my, in my case if I'm killing a double or more of your creatures than mine then I think it's worth it. Uh, for me it's the in, Infernus plus Exhum. 
getting the getting to play in furnace, fight it into something, <laughs> bring it back. It's just it's so gross. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I agree, I agree with that one, but I feel like everybody would do that. Yeah, no, totally, totally. I went for the obvious Those one. decks with four, uh, that deck that has four uh, in furnace in it. Uh, cool. Okay, what about um, what Maverick would you like to see in these? Well, again, my new favorite, the house, uh, is Starlines, uh-huh. and so uh, I'd like to see uh, was it um, Kirby? Uh-huh. Was it Comop Kirby? Or uh, Kirby? Yeah. yeah. Be able to play them and be like, oh, I can play this or untamed mm-hmm. cards. Mm-hmm. From a different house. I mean, that's not a creature, obviously, but um, he's 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 helped me a lot in my other games. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely, a Maverick of him would be awesome. Yeah, and it's good too if you're like you do a board wipe and then you use that to start to build some of your state back exactly. up, um, get an upgrade down. Um, for me, it would. I had to think about this real hard. I think like these cards just tend to be pretty good. So uh, there's a lot of options what would go well with them, but. I would love to see an instrument of silence in these. And the, so that's the upgrade that gives the creature skirmish and fight gain one. Um, and my thought is there's several cards in these uh, Malison, Dendrix, uh, Snag is crazy that have like really good fight abilities, but they're like only power level five. So it's like they burn out pretty quick. And being able to to give them skirmish and like an extra bonus to fight would feel real good. Uh, I mean, imagine just like an instrument of silence on snag. Um, that's very. I think it's likely game over. Um, cool. Okay. Uh, what legacy card would you like? All right. Um, I think we have different views on that. I think you have control the week. Control the week is actually really good. I mean, uh, Julian, a friend of ours. Um, explain that to me. He's like, dude, the ride is amazing to be able to control which house. And it, it, while that's true, I mean, I'm board wiping not yeah. only your creatures, but my creatures too, and I'd like yeah. to have them back. Yeah. So unless I purge them, of course. But um, yeah, Arising, bringing back those uh, those dead creatures instead of having to wait for it to cycle again in your deck. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been, it worked on a couple of my, uh, you know, coded decks, uh, combos really well. So yeah, there, I don't, there's not, it's it's demoralizing to like wipe your opponent's beast board, have them play a rise, wipe it again, have them wipe your board, play a rise again, and you're just like, <sighs> make it stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that could be pretty gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and mine was, mine was control the week. I just think being able to shove your opponent into the, um, into the house of your choice is, super good and there are uh i mean in coda we had phase shift and aoa we had a uh, helper bot but in in worlds collide we actually have like many more options for getting to play out of house uh actions so having having control the week back would just be incredible but um it's a pipe dream but it would be real cool uh what about an anomaly opened one yet so i can't okay. answer that one okay well I, the one i wrote is one i have not opened um but uh i wrote i i wrote lateral shift and that's just because lateral shift is real good but that's the one with a bonus amber you play it you you look at your opponent's hand and you pick a card to play wow it's 
crazy. So you and play it for for yourself. You play it, yeah. You play it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's and you, it what happens? It's an anomaly, so it, it's equally likely to show up in any house. But it's it's about as common as a maverick. Yeah, but uh, it's yeah. I think it it fits very thematically into Dees because because uh, it's just so disruptive and annoying. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So um, with that out of the way, let's go ahead and jump into the cards. Uh, so the first one is a card I can't get away from. I don't like it, but I think it's pretty good. I just don't like it. And that is Binding Irons, which says uh, it's an action that says your opponent gains three chains. And I just don't get excited about that. I'm excited about it too. <laughs> I mean, I love getting, like, if I have Gambling Den out and somebody makes a mistake in playing that on me, I'm not even, like, I'll play maybe, I mean, <laughs> not knowing what's on top of my deck, I mean, obviously it's a, uh, what is it, one out of three chance of it actually being a 33% chance that mm -hmm. it'd be the house. I mean, if you're obviously counting, mm -hmm. figure it out. And if you get lucky, you're like, well, my board is pretty fine. I'm just not going to play any cards. Sure. And you're, I mean, technically, if you have six, yeah, you're, you're playing six. You just play one card. Yeah. And you're like, all right, cool. Reap, reap, reap. I know what's next. So if I have three creatures, that's or four creatures, it's automatic six because I know what's going mm -hmm. on. And it's happened multiple times. And so <laughs> if you make a mistake and play it against me, I just get excited. Yeah. But um, I think it's a good opening. Um, yeah. Just binding irons them immediately, especially if they already have chains as a... Uh, in Chainbound, it's real good. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Oh, my favorite card, Buzzle. Uh, one of my favorite cards, excuse me. Uh, so it's a three-powered, no armor. It's a creature, beast, has skirmish. When it comes into play slash fight, you may purge one of your buzz, uh, one of Buzzle's neighbors if you do ready Buzzle. So, I mean, the ability says may, so, mm -hmm. you know, you can choose to use it or not use it. But again, it's a, it's a three-creature with skirmish, so three is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dendrix is one of those five power creatures I was talking about. It's a demon, uh, and it has fight. Your opponent discards a random card from their hand. Um, yeah, I, I, I have mixed feelings about making my opponent discard one, but, um, it, often it can be pretty annoying. Uh, and a five power creature is, is fine. It's good. It's a good body. Again, a five preach, uh, five power is really good. Um, cause disrupting this disrupting your opponent's hand flow or game flow is always interesting. Draining Touch. It's an action. Uh, when you play it, destroy a creature with no amber on it. You mind if I read the uh, flavor text? Sure. I love reading. After my encounter with the demon, I felt nothing. Inca the spider. Oh, interesting. And this is the first time I actually read it. I mean, I played that card multiple times, but I always forget the flavor text. Yeah. But uh, I like it. I mean, with... Uh, I mean, I guess it combos really well if you're running uh, Syrians, because most Syrians exalt themselves. So, um, uh, yeah, this this would be good not against Syrians, but yeah. but yeah, Syrian keeps you safe from yeah, this. Um, Actually, yeah. is Dexter back? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Dexter's safe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is also like a pretty decent way to pop a ward, and this is one if you get it with the Harbinger. <laughs> It's a, it's a two-cardboard wipe. Yep. Uh, Edoram is, or Edorame, one of those, is a four-power demon with Reap. Destroy a creature of the house with the most creatures in play. 
Um, you got to be careful with this one. If you have board state in your head on creatures, it's not a may effect. So, so you might be forced to destroy one of your own. Um, yeah, maybe Harbinger. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe you have some other, maybe you purge your, or you uh, destroy your imp spec or something like that. There's good options. Uh, and usually you can finagle it to where you're tied with your opponent for house with the most. Yes, it's an action. You play it, uh, choose a creature in your discard pile. You may play the creatures as it belonged to the active house and was in your hand. Again, this combos well with that furnace, like you said, amazing mm -hmm. combo. Um, but the idea, but the, the ability to this, like, resurrect something that's not a dece, mm -hmm. make creating, does it stay a dece? No, no, no. It's, you play it as if it belonged to the active house, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and in, it absolutely this pairs very well with cards like Ronnie Wristcloths mm -hmm. or Snifflifter, uh, all, all you know, any card with a strong play effect. Mm -hmm. Uh, Edai, the real good target for this. Um, there's, I mean, there's just so many good because targets. Edai lets you, uh, per, um, Arch 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 card. Card and then causes the opponent to, um, increases their key yeah. cost. Yeah, and it's great. I mean, this 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 is uh, originally from AOA that this card showed up, but it's it's real good house cheating. Uh, oh, I'll do this one. Uh, it's Festering Touch, so it's an action with a bonus amber. And when you play it, you choose up to two creatures. You deal one damage to each of them. And if uh, if the creature was already damaged, you do three instead. Um, this is fine. I only plan on this doing one damage. And if you get to do three, then you're lucky. But um, it's real good for popping wards. I'm learning something from you. <laughs> I don't know. I I just I think I I try to have the lowest expectation for a card, and then if it turns out better than that, I'm real happy, right? I've never actually, in truth, I've never. You know, you just taught me something. I mean, I'm always learning something different from this game. I mean, I play a lot. Uh, but again, like being collaborating is always a good thing. Yeah. So yeah, and anytime I see, well, now, right before Worlds Collide didn't matter, but in Worlds Collide, anytime I see, you know, deal a direct damage, I think, aha, that's you know, that's removing a right, right, right. Hey, my favorite card. Let me do this. Harbinger of Doom. It's a, it's a, he's binge, binging. Uh, two power, uh, three armor. It's a creature, demon. Uh, when it's destroyed, destroy each creature. And then again, flavor text. No matter a demon's intention, disaster always follows. <laughs> and this definitely wins for, like, creepiest art. <laughs> I mean, it's a kid with a Starline's backpack running into yeah. a, a demon uh, that has a mask of happiness. <laughs> it's very, very it-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's holding a, a turtle. Yeah. Okay. Is that a turtle? It's a turtle. Okay. Looks like a turtle. No, you know, it might be a, it could be a Mars oh, soldier yeah. too. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, imp Spectre is, is a rude boy. Um, a two power imp, uh, with a sick looking hat. Oh, I think that's supposed to be evocative of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. The little hat. But I, all I can see is like, uh, some kid trying to look cool. Uh, 
<laughs> but um, but it has destroyed purge a random card from your opponent's hand, um, which which can be quite good if you if you manage to get a good hit, it's devastating. Um, yeah, I, I like that a lot better than discarding it. All right, when you have eliminated the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. Uh, quick, so the adventure, but that is lifted almost word for word from uh, from Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Does it have Brad's card? Uh, probably. Yeah, I mean, quick, yeah. Is it, is quick, so quick, so is his face. The inspector's not Brad. No, no, of course not. <laughs> well, it could be. Sorry, Brad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Now you got to do this. All right. All right. Uh, Infernus is a four power demon with play purge up to two cards from a discard pile. Your opponent loses amber equal to the total amber bonus of the purged cards. Um, this is one, I mean, right away when it was spoiled, um, we were all pretty excited about it and people were, there was a good deal of buzz about it. I kind of thought, uh, I think it's good, but we'll see how it plays out. Um, but this played prominently in the first Worlds Collide deck to win an Archon Ball Tour, uh, and just eviscerated, uh, a Coda deck. Um, you know, it purged, purged a ghostly hand to make the opponent lose two, purge, I think one play was purge ghostly hand and, uh, and time traveler. They lose three. And help from future self is now basically a dead card. And then later on, they they played it again and purged uh, something and key charged. So it's just it's gross. Actually, just what card is that that allows you to make your play abilities into reap abilities? Uh, comps those far respects. That is a Sarian card, but yeah, that would be devastating. Yeah, yeah I I don't even. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, is real good. All right. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a creature, a demon, five power, no armor. Fight, reap, capture one. Flavor te text says, uh, sentimental value is the only type a demon cares about. I, yeah. We should like credit these authors as we. Uh, we. Uh, we yeah. <laughs> Name's a little Mihai Mihai Radu, I think. I think. Uh, Delaying again, uh, yeah. forge is always always good. Um, and again, it always feels good when you uh, can. I mean, I don't know all the. Oh, there's no <laughs> thinking sanctum, <laughs> doorstep to heaven. Uh -huh. Well, it's not existing in worlds collide. But uh, you know, just delaying it. I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and again, if you pair it with uh, how do you pronounce it? Syrian, Syrian. Mm -hmm. um, that uh, ARP upgrade that lets you just use his captured. Uh, yeah. Amber for your own keys. Mm -hmm. Always good. Yep. For sure. Um, cool. The next one is Malison. It's a five power demon uh, with fight and looks very um, mosquito esque yeah. there. Uh, but it has fight. You may move. An, now it's a may ability, but it's you may move an enemy creature anywhere in its controller's battle line. Then if it is on a flank, it captures one from its own side. I think this is a little bit confusing because, but. Uh, you fight, and then you may move an enemy creature, so it doesn't necessarily have to be the one you fought. Um, but you move it 
anywhere. And then if it happens to be on a flank, it captures one from its own side, which is great. I mean, that's a slow steal. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I miss Mars and Sanctum. <laughs> uh, Mars, Mars reminds me of, um, mm -hmm. what is it? It's like a mind warper. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it doesn't do the same abilities. and But I, I, I like it. I've uh, Well, here you're actually getting you're getting to fight and yeah. then do the ability. Actually, what I've been it. using this guy with his elusive characters, because mm -hmm. like... Uh, no damage is dealt, but you can still move people around. Yeah. Break the elusive, move them to the flank, capture them, them, and then hit them with something exactly. else. Yeah. I mean, even if they you know, if they don't capture anything, you could um, again. I don't know the entire set yet, but uh, you can disrupt their rhythm mm -hmm. of the positioning of the battlefield because mm -hmm. uh, some some are more powerful. If I remember correctly, I mean, just something simple. Um, which one? Uh, the logo's Titan mechanic, maybe mm -hmm. is negative. Guardian, but what? Oh, the one with the, the negative key. Yeah, yeah Titan Mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Out of, out of range because yep. prevent him from uh, mm -hmm. forging. I mean, obviously, you're having him capture once and it already disrupts everything. But yeah. So, yeah. Or vice versa, you can put him into the flank. So yeah. you are forced to, like, you know, you got to kill him. Yeah. And you get that amber regardless. Totally. In, the, in Coda, there wasn't a lot of caring about the neighbors, but mm -hmm. in AOA, there was a lot more, and that's really continued in Worlds Collide. So. Yeah, getting to mess with your opponent's battle line can be real good. Cool. Uh, okay, so it's an action card, Misery Exploit. Play, game one amber for each damaged enemy creature. Um, I'm 50-50. I like this, but I feel like I, I would have to have it with shadows. Mm -hmm. Just so I can cause a lot of damage. Like with, uh, yeah, so... Um, this never works out for me. <laughs> yeah. I have real, I mean, I, it's, I think it's like good in theory. Mm -hmm. I have bad feels about it. It never works out. Maybe with Untamed, like, uh, if you had Molten and, uh, uh, like some unsuspecting prey, you have ways to plink damage, but. Well, again, it's, it's because of, um, well, we'll get to the card, but it's the spider that, uh, have you discard purge. Yeah, then that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, not finished with you is an action with a bonus amber. After you play it, you shuffle any number of creatures from your discard pile into your deck. Um, and this, I mean, this is great, uh, especially because um, you know you can pull back all the things with playabilities. You have two infernuses and a Ronnie. Bring them back. Um, I am pretty choosy. I will almost only bring back things that have good playabilities. I I I tend to skip other stuff. What what do you do? Do you do all three houses? Because like for me, this is the cheap version of a rice for me, mm -hmm. but it's back to the deck. So I unless I have multiples of it, mm -hmm. I actually hold on to it until I fill up my my um, discard graveyard, whatever however you want to call it, mm -hmm. with a bunch of creatures, and then. Um, I just bring back one house. Oh, so then you're loading your deck exactly. with that. You know, I haven't done that. That's a that seems good. Yeah, so, I should try that. But um, yeah, hmm. so. I learned something too. Uh, Rot Grub. It's a creature with one power, no armor. It's a beast. Play your opponent loses one amber. Um, rape archive Rot Grub. I think it's. I, I like that card again. I'm I'm think as I'm reading these cards. Actually, let me go back and read the um the flavor text. One of my favorites. They smell worse than they look, and they taste worse than they smell. Doctor Escatera. That's the card that 
um, gets amber per key with your opponent. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, I like it. Again, I'm thinking combos as it goes. Uh, it archives itself. So Edai, hello. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I had a deck right. I had this a uh, couple of these and a ghost talk. So oh. you play these on your beast turn, and then on the on the untamed turn, you ghost talk between them, and they reap an archive. Have themselves. Followed well with it, so it's. That'd be extra. I don't, I don't, but that'd be good. Now I'm bitter. <laughs> We're talking about all these cards, and if you have no, if you, you don't know your set just quite yet, that's okay. Uh, Spoilers. Yeah. Um, oh, you want to do this one? Uh, sure. The evil eye has an amber bonus, just one. Uh, play keys cost three during your opponent's next turn. It's pretty much effectively a an action version of um, Lash of Broken Dreams, mm -hmm. right? So uh, let me read the flavor text to look into my eye. Give me your fear. Is that uh, Sauron? Well, I don't think so. I think it's Sauron, but it, the art is very evocative yeah. of Sauron, but um, I think that's from something else, okay. but I don't know what. Oh, geez, I could be <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Something, something gnarly. Um, Bloodshard Imp is uh, was originally in, in Age of Ascension. It's a and I guess we're in we're in uncommons now. Uh, so it's a two power imp that says after a creature reaps, its controller must sacrifice it. Boom, it dies. Anything that reaps. Well, uh, you, uh, just again, yeah, you just passed by. You got uh, just sacrifice your infernus, so you can just exhibit yeah. right back. <laughs> yeah, it's good with combos like that, and it's like if your opponent is ahead. Um, then this is something they have to deal with before they can, mm -hmm. you know, reap out. So um, it's at least good for that. I'm never, like, excited when I see it, but if you get it with some pawn, it can be pretty good. That's my turn. Uh, Borny. Uh, am I saying that right? Okay. Three-power creature, demon. Re reveal the top five cards of a player's deck. Purge a card revealed this way. Shuffle the other revealed cards into the deck. Uh, I like it, but again, I don't really think too far ahead when I look at somebody's list during an Archon event. I'm just like, well, what do I purge? <laughs> yeah, so that's fair, but but I think like there are often good setups. I think this is this is also pretty good Coda and especially AOA hate because the the really strong AOA decks tend to be. Um, more combo based, right, so right, you, right. you need so you disrupt the rhythm or velocity yeah. or uh, uh, and by all means, I didn't mean it was a bad card, I just meant yeah. like for me, sure. you know, I, I haven't made it work just quite yet. So, if you think about it, let's say you well, so the action version is is born its touch, which gives you bonus amber, and then it has the same effect on play. But, um, if you if you play this on turn one. Your opponent has six cards in their hand, so they have 30 in their deck. You're seeing one-sixth of their deck and then getting to remove a card from the game. I mean, it's 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 pretty good. Um, Infernus does more damage, mm -hmm. but this has the uh, the upside of, like, working before your opponent ever has a chance to draw the oh, card. If you're playing mirror match, too, and you know they have Infernus, you're like, let's get rid of all Infernus. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep. Cool. Alright. Um, I think it's I. I of the fringes is a creature, imp, with one power, uh, no armor. Delusive, during your turn, after 
you discard a discard from your hand. You may purge a discard from a discard pile if you do steal one. Flavor text is discordant, disturbing, disgusting. Um, I enjoy this card. It's um, it's uh, I've played it and uh, it's <laughs> again against mirror mirror match with DC. You just like, oh, you got DC in your graveyards? Purge them, purge them. Buy Infernus. I'm just gonna say yeah. it again. <laughs> and then you also get to steal. So that's amazing. I mean, worst case scenario, you pur or you purge your own cards if you really need to yeah. delay the uh, the key uh, forging, but um. It's a good, a good card. My favorite setup with this involved a couple of three fates mm -hmm. so that I could have a power turn where I basically clear the board with a three fates or any other board wipe, but wipe the board, drop this, and then like steal four. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just insane. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, now we're into one of the, the like sets of cards that these are all kind of the same. Um, so it's a special rarity, but they're the, the Bane cards. So they're actions uh, that give you a bonus amber, and then after you play them, you destroy a creature with a particular trait. Uh, something people sometimes get a little stuck on. Trait is not the house. It's not. It's it's what goes under the creature mm -hmm. word. So, uh, for example, this here we have Giant Spain, um, and it destroys a giant creature. Um, and then we have again ones that target several others and they all have their own artwork uh, uh, well. yep um, yeah yeah and i never mind seeing this because it has the amber bonus if you get lucky you get to destroy something it's if not you at least get the amber it's okay and we'll we'll kind of skip there's more later and we'll yeah, just kind of burn through them fast just different, uh, yeah i think they have different uh different artwork and maybe i i, I actually don't know if they have different uh flavor text we'll have to see this one says the trap is simple. It's the bait that matters. But we'll see. Uh, Amber bonus. It's an action. When you play it, for each house, deal five to a creature of that house. And then the flavor text goes, there's always more room in the pit. When I when I first ran across this, it just confused me because of the wording. Yeah. I had to ask Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, I know you're in the middle of the game, but uh, help me out here. Um, but... Probably just explain. <laughs> probably explain explain this better than I. Yeah, so I think the easiest way to think about this is uh, deal five damage to a Deese creature, deal five damage to a Sarian creature, deal five damage to a Logos creature, and just go go through the list of houses. Um, and obviously, if a house isn't on the board, then fine. Um, it is important that all the damage is dealt simultaneously. So if you have a card like an Auto Legionary is out as a creature or if, like let's say uh something has a, an experimental therapy on it you could choose to deal all 45 damage to that creature oh what well it would be 45 damage right because that creature has nine houses at that oh, point oh, okay. and so you could deal 45 damage to that creature okay. if you wanted you could deal 30 damage to that creature and five damage to others of different houses right but oh wow that's um, that just became more powerful here. yeah okay cool yeah Anyway, but it's just, yeah, deal five damage to a Logos creature, deal five damage to a Deese creature, etc. Uh, the Hysteria has been in every set so far. Um, it's a good card. It is a good card, yeah. It's an action that says play, return each creature to its owner's hand. Um, and I feel like in Worlds, if you're playing against Worlds Collide, 
one of the like special superpowers of Hysteria is that it breaks the ward. Exactly. So so you do this the... and then a board clear. Yeah. Right. Monster makes creatures. Yep. Can be good. Library of the Dead. Oh, it's an artifact. I don't know when uh, location is going to take into effect, but it seems. Yeah, I always read it, but it hasn't mattered so far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Action. Archive a card. Um, and then flavor text is this place takes the idea of losing yourself in a book to a whole new level. Doc Bookton. Yeah, the book looks like it has a screaming face. <laughs> Actually, now that it's zoomed up, I I, I, I I thought it was like a an axe. <laughs> but now that I can see it's a hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this, this is a great card. And this actually was prominent in the in the deck, the World Supply deck that won the Vault Tour at Pats. Um, it had two of these along with an E-Die, so it could set up a lot of archives with this, and then when the E-Die dropped it, it was a big boost to key cost. Uh, Obsidian Forge is pretty cool. It's an artifact with, in theory, anyway, <laughs> it's an artifact with a bonus amber. It's an item. Uh, you action, sacrifice any number of friendly creatures. So, and one important thing here, well, okay, well, let me do the rest. Then you may forge a key at plus six current cost, reduced by one for each creature sacrificed this way. If you do, destroy Obsidian Forge. So one interesting thing is you can exhaust this and, like, choose to sacrifice zero creatures and forge for 12. Um, you could choose not to forge because that's a may. So, and if you wanted, let's say you just had, like, some creatures, some friendly creatures that you wanted to destroy for some effect, you could do that even if you don't plan on forging, and then this wouldn't actually get destroyed. I don't think that's probably advantageous most of the time, but it's an option because there's so many, like, any number may if you do. So let's go back again. How? When is, does it get destroyed? If you forge with it. If oh, okay. it causes you to forge, you destroy it. So you can actually use it again, bringing back Ward Wipe mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. to just sacrifice uh, hard Absolutely. Or your um, exu uh, Infernus into an Exu. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it has some utility that way, but obviously if you can get into a situation where it forges your third key, like you're you're happy. Well, there's, uh, uh, again, um, I'm thinking Brobnar combo where uh, you're sacrificing your creatures and gaining Amber. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I, I like it because uh, it's a key cheat. Key cheats. Yep. Uh, Poltergeist is an action with an Amber bonus. Uh, play, use an artifact controlled by any player as if it were your own destroyed hour. It's an artifact destruction. You also get the benefit of... Um, of their artifacts, so uh, I like it. It's, it's real good. Yeah. Right, go ahead. Cool. Scullion, uh, seven power, two armor, creature demon. Uh, play, sacrifice a friendly creature with the flavor text. Staying staying with the Scullion. Crucible slang for death. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, and it looks, like, it looks like it would kill you. Um, it looks very alien-esque, mm -hmm. I feel like. Um, yeah, and I think the nice thing with these is oftentimes you can turn that destruction into something that benefits you. In the first two sets, or well, I guess this was in the first set, but in AOA, that, that was like hit Dust Imp, right? Dust Imp, Scullion. Here it's Imp Spectre, which I think I'd rather have the Dust Imp in the Scullion, gain the two Amber, but it's you know still like you can probably turn it into a benefit for you.
so Snag is a five power demon with fight. Your opponent must choose the house of the creature Snag fights as their active house on the next turn. That's uh, real strong. I think you mentioned that earlier too, uh, equipping that anomaly that you were speaking of. Mm -hmm. I mean, just putting a, uh, I mean, you're, the one that you said is you gain an amber and skir skirmish and gain an amber for fighting. I mean, yeah. Just giving it skirmish in itself yeah. would make it an amazing card. Totally. Yeah, it's it's great. Uh, Soul Fiddle is an artifact um, item. Action. Enrage a creature. Um, flavor text. It's evil hiss is the is the closest demon. What? The closest demons come to music. Ah, very well. I, I don't know how to feel about this. Though. Yeah, I don't love it. I'm never like excited. If you had a bonus amber, I'd feel like it was Okay, like I didn't mind seeing it in a deck, but as it is, I feel like I've, I've, I think the most times I've ever used it in a single game was once. I mean, I'm sold on Ward. Enrage, I can kind of see the benefit, but I'm still not sold on Enrage at this point. I mean, I need to play more World's Flight if that's the case. No, I, I, I don't, I never get excited about this. Uh, Soul Keeper is nice. It's an upgrade with a bonus amber and it gives a creature destroyed, destroy the most powerful enemy creature. That's great. Put this on your rock rod. <laughs> yep. uh, spider with three wise. Mm -hmm. The creature demon, uh, a power two, no armor. Skirmish and spider gains poison while attacking an enemy flight creature. I like it. Again, you combo it with the the mosquito guy that moves it to the flight. Yeah. So yeah, that's gross. Yeah. The three fates I mentioned before, it's an action with the bonus amber. You destroy the three most powerful creatures. It's just a solid card. Uh, a fair game isn't. Uh, it's an action. When you play it, you discard the top card of your opponent's deck and reveal their hand. You gain an amber for each card of the discarded card's house revealed this way, and your opponent repeats the preceding effect on you. So just to give you an example of how you would want this to play through, I go Dece. I play three these cards, and then I play fair game. Uh, Dominic would discard the top card of his death. Let's say it's Logos. Then he reveals his hand, um, and maybe there's three Logos cards in there. I gain three Amber. Then I discard the top card of my deck. If it's Deeth, well, I already played all my these cards, so he gets nothing. Let's say it's Untamed, and I show, oh, I had two cards in my hand. One of them was Untamed. He gets one Amber. Uh, that's why it's very ironic that it's called a fair game because it, it almost never is if you assuming you play it last. Also for, for newer players, I mean I've made this mistake so again. The order of when you play certain cards mm -hmm. is very important. Mm -hmm. So if you're playing these and you have four cards in your hand, you definitely play this as the last card as opposed yeah. to the first card. Yeah. And thank goodness it doesn't say alpha, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, that would be well then it would then it would actually be fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh and and uh we don't want that. We don't want fairness here. Uh, okay, Caller Subordination is an upgrade. Uh, you control this creature. Okay. Is the, uh, is the flavor text. I like it. I like stealing people's stuff. Yeah. Not in reality, just in the game. But, yeah, you know. I agree. I'm always happy to see this. If I can get something in Dece, yeah. that's extra good because it doesn't get exhausted on the way over, so I get to use it right away. Uh, otherwise... If I get something in a house I do have, that's great. Otherwise, I look for something that has a constant effect. I don't remember this. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. 
That's that's real cool. Uh, Creeping Oblivion is back from Coda. It wasn't in AOA, I don't think, but um, it's an action with bonus amber, and you purge up to two cards from a discard pile. More purge, because we needed it. How many purge cards were in Coda? In Coda, I I want to say it was. Oh, you know what? It was this Oubliette in Shadows and Annihilation Ritual. There were a couple more, like Harder They Come, but not very many. I I think this and Annihilation Ritual were the ones, the main ones in these. Anyway, yeah. Um, World's Play just has so many though. Yeah, it was great. Eater of the Dead is a creature, uh, demon, with poor power. Uh, its ability is fight or reap. Approach a creature from a discard pile. If you do, put a plus one power counter on Eater of the Dead. Um, again, it's not your discard pile, so huh, that's bomb. Because like you're just mm-hmm. purging all those creatures from their graveyard and uh, getting that plus one power. I mean, I, I, I think this has been played against me, and I'm just like, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, exactly. Yeah, I prioritize killing this if my opponent has one. I, and you this is actually back from Coda too. So I, there are a bunch of purge cards in Coda. Is but it Coda? It's back yeah, it was in Coda. Wow. But um, oh, it's a rare, so I probably Yeah, exactly. So I think like all the purge cards in decent Coda were rares. Mm-hmm. Here we have them in commons and, and uncommons. Uh cool. Uh Greater Oxtet is a new one. It's a four power demon with taunt. And at the end of your ready card step, you purge a card from your hand. If you do, and that's not a May effect, so it just says purge a card from your hand. The only time you wouldn't is if you have no cards in your hand. If you do, give Greater Oxtet two plus one power counters. My, in my experience, this is actually pretty strong. Um, I, I still don't know how to use it properly, uh, so maybe you can enlighten me in future games of us, because I end up, because I, I have... Um, I forgot the rest of the name, but the one that has a loose Yeah, so I literally just use it to discard it. I feel like that's a little, it's bad to have both, probably. Uh-huh. Although, imagine a situation where you drop this on the board and you use this to protect the eye, so you can keep using it turn after turn. That's pretty good. Um, and you, the card you purge doesn't have to be deist, right? So right. Um, the, I think the trick is making sure well, trying to get in situations where you're able to purge, like, one of the bottom third, one of the worst third cards mm-hmm. in your deck. Mm-hmm. If the card you're purging is one of the 33% of worst cards in your deck, you're happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's, it's actually... The ability, so as you're, like, you're looking yeah. at it and you're playing Deesa, yeah. and you're just like, am I willing to sacrifice right. this card, or am I just going to discard this card? So That's fair. Harvest time is an action. Uh, play, choose a trait, purge each card with that trait. Each player gains plus one amber for each card they controlled uh, that was purged this way. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm 50 50, I guess. Because, <laughs> like, I'm debating if it's good to purge their cards for them to gain one mm-hmm. or purge my own stuff so I can gain one. I mean, I guess late game, if I really yeah. need that amber for myself, I'd purge my. But in the, in early on, I, and they have a strong board state, purge away. <laughs> I I think the best use, of, and I, this is a card I don't think is great, but the best use I've gotten out of it is doing like an early purge of a witch or something like mm. that, right? Um, it's real good there, and then your opponent gains one. But then, usually, I'm only hitting one, 
and I'd, I'd rather have Oubliette, but, um, I mean, with, yeah. If, again, if you have time with this card. Yeah, then you're, then, you, then you're okay. Then you're happy. Uh, Hecatomb is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you destroy each Deese creature. That's yours and your opponent's. And each player gains one amber for each creature they control that was destroyed this way. This is another, like, fantastic. Boom, I get all the amber. If you could follow it up with a rise, you're super happy. Uh, if you can follow it up with not finished with you or exhume, you're probably okay. I like this card. Um, but I've never actually played it for Worlds Collide. I just like, you know, um, playing the Chuler, mm -hmm. stealing it, and then uh, just gaining button. Or even um, Dust Imp. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Dust and Pecatomb is four amber. Yeah, as well as a um, your favorite one of your friends, ins ins an inspector. Uh -huh. So you gain an amber and you get to port your card from their hand. Sounds good. Um, Key to Dees is an art. Well, actually, you should read this one. It's it's in your wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> key to this is an artifact item. Uh, Omni sacrifice key to this destroy each creature. And again, this is what I'm talking about. Um, in, in these, which is uh, board wipes. Um, we've gone through a lot of board wipes so far. Uh, I think I counted, what, four or five? Um, a lot, yeah. But um, it's amazing. It's, it's an Omni effect. So, I mean, like, you know, uh, in regards to, like, what I was saying in terms of Untame, you're rebuilding your thing. Mm -hmm. um, you choose Untame, you just board wipe everything, and then start fresh. Yeah, and I think the, the biggest danger is if your opponent has a way to trigger it, like a remote access or a poltergeist, mm -hmm. but aside from that, or a nexus maybe, but aside from that, like it, it's, you have more control over when this fires than say with Harbinger. Um, unlike, you know, some of the gateways from the older sets, um, it doesn't give you chains. It doesn't have Omega. I, I, the only downside to it is that, I guess two downsides. One is it has to come out, and then you have to wait at least a turn to use it, and uh, your opponent might be able to trigger it when they want, but it's iffy. So, yeah, it's great. I just have a whole bunch of uh, these cards now. I don't know what else. Yeah. Oh, you don't have these? Well, goodbye. <laughs> uh, so, Lesser Octet is... A three power demon with elusive. So Greater Oxa had taunt. This one has elusive. And when you play it, you purge each card in your hand. Um, and I, this I've had again, like good feels with. I, I've been able to arrange it so I didn't mind what I was purging. And then after it reaps your opponent's key, well, keys cost plus three during your opponent's next turn. So, um, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a real good effect. Oh, again, uh, play order. Uh, <laughs> obviously play it later on in uh, the or the last card at least yeah. to uh, so you don't have to purchase all your cards but uh, yeah yeah and if you can arrange it so you're playing like five of these cards and you're only having to purge one that, that feels good more invidious mm -hmm. creature a demon Oh, that's a new keyword to me. Leader? Are there any other leaders in there? There's one in each house in World's Quiet. Oh, this is the one where you're center. in the middle, center. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So it's a five uh, power, elusive. Uh, when Lord in Invidious is in the center of your battle line, it gains reap, take control of an enemy flank creature, and exhausted. While under your control belongs to the house. What the heck am I talking about? I have this card. 
and it's amazing. I mean, again, Call of Subordination. I love stealing people's creatures and uh, yeah. using them against them. The crazy thing about this is it like you don't lose control of that creature when Invidious dies. Yeah, exactly. Like you still have control. It's it's crazy. What's that Logos card that steals him? But if it dies, you you gain a creature. Uh, uh, Harlan Mindlock. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, but this doesn't have that. Yeah, limitation. It, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's a great turn one draw. Yeah. All right, uh, Nefru is uh, originally from from Age of Ascension. Is a four power demon with uh, each time a creature is destroyed, its owner gains an amber. So destruction uh, reward. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can combo this. With, uh, well, it has to live. So to live, yeah. So just ward it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and the other the other thing you can do is like. I've been in force, so you can limit it. So that way you kill everything else. Yeah. yeah, that that can happen. And then the other thing I've been able to do is if you can arrange it so that like you're you're taking a D's turn, you have a bunch of these creatures, including this, you ram yours into opponent's creatures so yours die, and then you kill the Nefru before you do the board wipe. Mm. Right? Or you yeah, just yeah. do the board wipe into the Nefru. The, either is good. I love the drawing too. It's very different from everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, it's, it's weird. very like I don't know. It's, it's weird. <laughs> I, like it. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Uh, it looks like it's bombing shadows territory or something. No. Mm -hmm. Nice. It's a one power creature. Uh, it's a demon. No name gets uh, plus one power for each purge card, and that's including their card, their purge card, and our or your own purge card. Play, fight, reap. Uh, purge a card in a discard pile. Look at that. It's an amazing card. Mm -hmm. I like it. Uh, one cost, or seemingly one powered cost, but uh, very powerful. Yeah, yeah, it can have pretty high power if you're getting the other these purge cards. Okay. Uh, Let me do this one. Okay. One of my favorites. Because uh, the counterpart, I think this is from Age of Ascension, mm -hmm. if I got it correct. And the, the opposite is. Um, the Sanctum card. Mm -hmm. uh, this is Onyx Knight. It's a creature, four power, demon knight. Uh, destroy each creature with odd power. Um, flavor text, I will not be denied. Uh, I have this, I think, in an Age of Ascension card. I like it. Again, board wipes. Um, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> let them build up their boards. And, you know, it works really well, too. I think a lot of the Syrians are odd numbered stuff, especially the, the ones that power mm -hmm. themselves up. Mm -hmm. By a certain amount, you know, if they're even, they become odd. Mm -hmm. So um, amazing. And then you're taking all, if they're not warded, or you just hysteria and you're like, yeah. boom. I mean, it works well with hysteria too, just to play it and just hysteria yeah. back. And then, you know, get rid of those wards and boom, get yeah. those amber. Yeah. Yep, a lot of potential there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Sanctum counterpart is the Opal Knight, I think. Yeah. Uh, Orb of Invidious is an artifact with a bonus amber. After it's an item, and it says after a creature reaps, stun it. Uh, and yeah, Bordan the Redeem says whatever it was, it's cursed now. <laughs> All right, this th this is one of my favorite cards, uh, and I keep getting it. Uh, Ortanu the Chained is a seven power demon with reap return uh, uh, return each copy of Ortanu's binding from your discard pile to your hand, and for each one returned this way, you deal two damage to a creature with two splash. I think, or two, oh, 
Retainer's Binding will come up later, but it's uh, anytime you get Ortanu the Chained, you get two copies of Ortanu's Binding added to the deck. Ortanu's Binding is an action with a bonus amber that says deal two damage to a friendly creature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, targets for Inspector and uh, yeah, if you can, or it's also you know if you have creatures with armor, you can hit those. Um, sometimes you just hit a big body, like I've used them on the Ortanu itself sometimes. Uh, just to get that bonus amber because it's it's good to get the amber. So if you have if you start your turn with Ortanu on the board and both chains, oh, both uh, bindings in your hand, you play both bindings for two amber. You reap with Ortanu for a third amber. You deal two instances of two damage with two splash to the opponent, which is fantastic. And then you play the bindings again for two more amber. So it's a five amber. Combo where you probably board wiped your opponent. Which, um, again, I don't, you know, well, I mean, I don't know if it's a legacy card, but uh, I'm thinking of combos. But if we continue, I think it might be right. But I think we're nearing the end of the list. <laughs> okay. Continue, go ahead. Uh, Sinestra is a creature with five power. It's a demon. After the opponent plays a creature on left rank, they lose one. Um, and then the flavor text says, I'll drain you until there's nothing left. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. But uh, I've seen a lot of people actually confused yeah. about the names of these, mm-hmm. but you, you, you know the origin. Yeah. The, Sinistra? Yeah. Do, do you know what From, it means? Uh, you know what it means? Oh, it's Latin. It means, it means left. Oh, really? Yeah. Does his brother, does, does it? That, yeah. In fact, uh, ambidextrous mm-hmm. basically means you have two right hands. Yeah. It's like it limits you for where you're building from this side now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, you would have to know the, the deck you're going against, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to play this at this right time. Because mm-hmm. now he can't play it on that side because he has mm-hmm. to start building that direction. But again, his his counterpart, or his brother, I guess, mm-hmm. is the next card. No, no, no. Later. Okay. But but yeah, you're right. There's a there's an exact counterpart of this that just says to the right. Uh, I, I'm actually interested in what the flavor text on that one is, since there's the pun about the left. There's nothing left. Uh, so Snag's Mirror is an artifact. This is an interesting one. So it gives you a bonus amber. It's an item. And it says, after a player chooses an active house, their opponent cannot choose the same house as their active house on their next turn. You have this, don't you? Uh, I don't, do I have, I think I do have this in a deck. Um, I haven't played with it much, but I played against it at our last sealed. Yeah. Um, and it, it just, it just created, we, we shared two houses. Mm-hmm. We both had Dece and Shadows. And so there were, there were a few times where like he was able to put, keep me from playing Shadows when I wanted, uh, or I was able to keep him from playing Dece when he wanted. It, it creates an interesting player interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, Snaglet is a creature with two power. It's an elusive. As an action, choose a house. If your opponent chooses that house as their active house on their next turn, steal two. This combos well with your dream of having control of the week, right? <laughs> or, you, or if you get the snag, if you get the oh, snag, yeah, if go. you have the snag out with snag, and I have a deck with, it's a bad deck overall, but it has two snags on the snaglet. And if you can pull that off where you you force them to pick a certain house, and then you action the snaglet. 
you, you, you guarantee fail too. It's well, great. if they if they don't generate amber, then it's pointless. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm just not gonna generate amber. Yeah. Uh, it's a nip. Look at that. Yep. Uh, uh, soul snatcher is an artifact. Um, I believe this was Coda. I think it might have been an AOA as well, but it's definitely in Coda. Yeah. So it's it's been been out for a while, but it's an artifact. It's a vehicle. Each time a creature is destroyed, its owner gains one. Uh, flavor text says no one gains in. Uh, no one goes in. No one comes out. And yet the fire burned. I like this card. Again, like when, as you're board wiping everything, and you're, I mean, it works for them too. But uh, I like this with Hedicle. Uh, yeah. The deck with Soul Snatcher, Hedicle, I think. This I forget if it's Coda. So my my strategy with this card is if I'm ahead, I play it. If I am behind, I probably discard it. But if you're ahead and you play this and you have board state, it basically means your opponent can't deal with your board state without making you win. Um, and it, it just puts them in a terrible situation. Yeah. If I open this... Because, uh, you know, this is definitely something I look at. I look at my creatures. If they're cheap creatures with mm -hmm. low power, oh, it's perfect. Because yeah. you're going to, you know, I'm just going to ram them into people, causing them to take damage and uh, just gaining that number. Yeah. Or, I mean, they're, it's... I will ram my three dust imps into your tiger. Or you sure. just purge cards yeah. from your hand, right? Yep. Ugh. The dumbest card. Uh-huh. Wretched Doll is an artifact, an item. As an action, it says if there's a Doom Counter in play, destroy all creatures with Doom Counters, otherwise put a Doom Counter on the creature. So every other turn that you call these after you play this, you can destroy a creature. I mean, how many cards? Just this one. Yeah, it's it's a bad That's card. Not... I mean, you have to have good and bad cards, right? So. Yeah. It's a bad one. Too. Nice. The only time it's good, yeah, it is great art. The only time it's good is if your opponent also has one, but even then, it's not good. Yeah, rares are yeah, actually one of the things about Keyforge is that it's often the rares that are bad. Like the commons are mostly good. Uh, oh, here's Ortanu's binding. We talked about that earlier. It's coming. Yep, it's the same. Yep, more banes. Oh, it is the same. Yep. It's the bait that matters, and so that they all have different bait in. So, yep. Yep. Chess? Yeah, I don't know why the Demon's Bane is a chess board, but. Nexus. It's a creature, five power, demon. Uh, after the opponent plays a creature on the right side, or right flank, excuse me. They lose one. You are right to fear me. Interesting. Okay. I uh, I saw someone po post this on the Keith Forge Facebook page where they, the both brothers, Dexas and um, Sinis, Sinistra, uh, were both in the deck, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. If you get both out there, that's pretty cool. Uh, they're, they're, if they have a deploy, then they're happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Another... Apparently, dinosaurs like to look in mirrors. Because they're philosophers or something. Dinosaur's bane destroys a dinosaur. <laughs> the human's bane is a cute, cute little. Yeah. I think it might be a groon. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's a 
<laughs> it's a cute little creature. Huh. Yeah, cool, cool cube thing. Thieves, yep, Thieves Bane is gold. That's uh, it. That's amber, is it? Oh, maybe it is amber. Yeah, th yeah, it is amber shaped. Yeah, that's it. That's all the cards. Um, cool. Yeah. Any uh, anything, anything strike you fresh going through those? Well, I mean, just the idea of comboing cards, learning from how you would play it. Um, I mean, I think that one card deck uh, does one damage up to two creatures, and you mm -hmm. got one for the potential three. Um, yeah, that was something that I learned. So cool. Yeah, I think um. In, like I said, in this set, there's there's just a lot more purge than in previous sets, and it's a really good. I think it's a good counterbalance to the Coda and AOA combo decks, and I, I think just generally there's a little more. Well, there's different amber control, but actually a little more amber control than there was previously. So I like it. I don't know. I think um, power level wise, I feel like. The average Coda Dece is probably better than the average Worlds Collide Dece, but a really good Worlds Collide Dece will probably be a, a really good Coda Dece a good portion of the time. We'll see. We'll see how it pans out in the long run. But they're fun and they're mean. <laughs> cool. Thanks for doing this with me, Dominic. All right. Keep on forging those keys.